Uncle Dorigay here. If you like ladies' underwear, I'll tell you the best ways to steal it off a washing line without being caught. But first, here's the show. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Stew and Al pod. Thanks, Uncle Dorigay. We look forward to finding that out later. With me, Al, and him, Stu, uh, Al, what happened there? Um, Uncle Dorigay wanted to do a little bit of a teaser for, um, we're not going to put his section on the show, Stu, but don't tell him that. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. You want to do a little teaser, but Stu, um, t- why don't you tell the listeners what's different about this episode? We've um, stopped using phones and stuff. Yep. And we're using, look at you, you pint, with your I little know. finger sticking out. <laughs> uh, we're using microphones, we're using laptops. We are we've, using... We've, we've gone professional. We have, we've gone professional. So we used a little bit of money and got some microphones. And um, this is the first episode that we will be properly using these microphones. We tested them out in the last episode and it didn't work, did it, Stu? We had a bit of an issue. No, it was a bit echoey, wasn't it? It was a bit echoey. But hoping now that this episode works. So if we sound slightly different, slightly more professional, then it's because we're using microphones. Slightly smooth sounds of slightly Stu and Alpod. Yes, please. So, Stu, um, I usually ask you what lager you're drinking today, but I put yeah. mine in a pint glass because the mm-hmm. lager that I'm drinking might turn up on our top three lagers later. Well, I can tell you now, Al, that my lager that I'm drinking right now... <laughs> <laughs> Not going to do the old episode like that. Not doing no, that. no, no. Uh, yeah, my, my lager is in the top three, so I've hid the bottle from the camera. I did just see it a minute ago, though, when you took a drink. Uh, uh, yeah. Never mind. So, what have you got to tell me this week? Uh, I've been away out all week in the land of Coventry. Oh, oh God. <laughs> You've mm. been sent down. <laughs> no, not at all. Came back for a day on Friday, and then I've been in Atherston the weekend. I was uh, shooting an air rifle earlier today at a target <laughs> in a garden. Just at some old people. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, I missed my connecting train back because of a delay from Rugeley, which yeah. is a bit of a shame. Yeah, but there was some hilarious graffiti on the wall on Platform 7 in the oh, Newton yeah. train station. Go on, and tell me about it. Uh, Keza was here. I don't know if that's you, Keza G. I bet it probably was. I know, I know she loves a bit of graffiti. Bit far from uh, Lincoln, but yeah, she she was there in 2020. Yeah, um, someone called Chris is gay apparently. So, well, yeah, but you don't know if that might be someone called Chris, and that's his way of coming out to the world. That's the way I'd do it. I hope so. I hope <laughs> that's the case. Yeah, uh, there was something from um, 2014. Um, Edge and Raz Forever 2K14. Well, I hope they're still together. You know, hope it's been seven are. years now. Listening. Yeah, <laughs> if you're listening, guys. get in contact. And um, Barry is fat. Oh well, that I was P P H. Oh, I, I wonder if that's um, Barry and his businesses. Could be. Could be. Could very Hope well. So. Be. Yeah. You got anything um, else, Steve? I have. Oh yeah. I I met a uh, Dalek in the pub when I was in Coventry this week. Mm. Uh, this Dalek claimed he was from uh, Devon. Uh, I asked him whereabouts in Devon are you from. He, he replied, Exertimate, Exertimate. <laughs> Brilliant. But speaking of our greenhouses, I spent two weeks building a greenhouse for my herbs, only to see it blow away in freak winds. Yeah, what a waste of time. Oh, he's good. And uh, speaking of fruit, of course, people have been asking me, uh, why give up everything to get into the dried fruit business? Well, I have my raisins. Oh. So, <laughs> Stu, this week, um, you know, we've got a big football soccer match coming up on Tuesday. England oh, the, versus the Germans. The, the Germans. Mm. And, Stu, what I thought this week is I'd catch up with uh, England footballer Wayne Rooney. Ah, a quick former interview England with footballer. Him. Well, not, well, not according to him. But, um, oh, yeah, I caught okay. up with him and I, I, asked him, I, I asked him for an interview. Uh, he didn't know who I was, so I played him the podcast. And then asked him a few questions afterwards. So I thought I'd just play that interview back for you if I pass you the tape for that. Hey, that. There you go. Yeah, you Click. Uh, so this week, uh, we've got a good, uh, a good football match coming up, England versus Germany. I've got Wayne Rooney with me here. Wayne, welcome along. Um, Wayne, you've just heard our podcast. What, what do you like most about the podcast? Yeah, it's probably the impressions. They're all spot on. They sound exactly like they're supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Wayne. We spent a lot of time all, in that. All spot on, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Um, Wayne, what, what do you think of England so far in the Euros? Yeah, they've played well. Uh, I've been unlucky not to score so far. You've been unlucky to sc- not score so far. Yeah, you know, I've had a couple of chances, but, uh, you know, I've not scored yet. Oh, OK. Um, but, uh, all right, Wayne, well, what's your best Euros memory that you can think of? Uh, when I was at a hotel, um, they used to leave Mars bars on the pillow. Uh, Mars bars, and then when we got a little bit further, they left lion bars on the pillow. It was great. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Wayne, we're doing a top three lagers on this episode. Have you got top three lagers? Uh, yeah, uh, Ribena, um, Aldi's <laughs> own and Lilt. I think they're the best lagers. Uh, uh, okay, thanks, Wayne. And finally, Wayne, um, how do you think we're going to do against Germany on Tuesday? Uh, well, if the gaffer plays me, you know, uh, we're going to win 3 now with a Rooney hat-trick. Rooney! Rooney! And that's um, Rooney. sort of... I, I, I think he's a little bit... You know, he, th- he still seems to think he's going to play. Bless him. But, yeah. Well, anyway, Stu, let's move on. Let's move on to top three. We can three. do with him. Uh, each week, we uh, we pick a subject. Uh, we tell you our three favourite things about that subject. If you're not catching what I'm getting at here, uh, for example, Alex, yep. what are your top three things about knowing me, knowing you with Alan Partridge? Well, I think I told you last week, um, but I'll think of another thing. Uh, I like the bit where he's... By Alpha uh, Papa, then. Alpha Papa. No, I'd mm. like to do another... Um, no, me, no, and you, if I will. It's when he goes, okay. up yours, kiss my ass. That bit, when Roger Moore doesn't turn up. <laughs> Smell my cheese, you mother. I think we should get them Castrol GTX jackets at one point as well. Oh, God, wouldn't I love one of them? Uh, but if you out there, you know, you, the listener, loves a bit of Adam Partridge like me and Al, then check out alienjudge.co.uk. Yes. Websites with Alan Partridge. Presents, we'll say. Presents. Presents. Mugs and canvases. Yes. Back of the net. Cash back. So, Stu, it was my choice for topic in the last episode, uh, for this episode, and I choose, chose, choose, chose, I've chosen top three lagers. How did you find it? Thirsty. Oh, you're drunkard. So, Stu, um, it was my choice, so I'd like you to go first, please. Tell me your number three. Uh, number three, I'll, I've got Heineken. Oh, yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I did have a number two lined up, but I'm going to change it because I had a lot of it yesterday at this barbecue slash Domino's party. Okay. Um, so the number two has already changed overnight. Uh, but yeah, number three, Heineken. The Pale Lager beer, 5%, produced by the Dutch brewing company Heineken NV. What does NV stand for? Made of ale. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Do you know what it stands for? No, that's why I was asking you. All right, fair enough. Not too sure. <laughs> Maybe it's um, null and void. Oh, I thought it was M. No, N for November. Oh, then uh, Nader Vale. <laughs> we'll go with that. So yeah. Heineken Nader Vale. Yep. It's a beautiful beer, isn't it, Al? I, I had it during England versus Scotland with you the other night. We did, didn't we? Um, mm. Hands down, Stu, the old little tins of Heineken that would look like little barrels. Best. Yeah. Best cans there's ever been. They were just genius. Why other others don't do that? I have no idea. Unless Heineken, of course, copyrighted the idea. Hope so. Yeah, I hope would so. be sensible to do that. I guess wouldn't be the same, would it? If you had a Carlin can like that. No, because oh, yeah. Carlin shite. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> so Heineken was established in 1873. Yep. 2016, Heineken became the official beer for the Formula One Championship. So that's Formula One drivers with Heineken in their cars during the race. Having a laugh. You're sitting there in your car with your Heineken and that big grin on your face. <laughs> you dirty fecker. <laughs> uh, Heineken is also featured in seven James Bond films. Has it? Mm. I've never seen him ask for a Heineken. Never shaken, possibly stirred. Yeah, never shake a kind of Heineken. It was in Friends, though, wasn't it? Hey, you got a Heineken. My mum calls it Heine. Oh, no, that wasn't right. <laughs> That's Bloomies. Bloomies, yeah. Heine. If someone says Heine for something. Uh, <laughs> Imagine someone's mum calling it Heine. 
My mom calls it Bloomies. <laughs> Maybe that was she says me. she works at Bloomingdale's, doesn't it? Yeah. And that, that My mom Bloomingdale. calls it Bloomies. <laughs> <laughs> Friends. Uh, <laughs> Good how are you doing? I think that's the line. <laughs> yeah. Could I be more Chandlers? <laughs> uh, Carry on. Buddy, buddies. Uh, what's your number three then, Al? Uh, I'm going to go with a bit of a different one, Stu. I'm going to go with Samuel Smith Organic Strawberry Beer. Now, Stu, I'm going to take you back a few years when I used to live in Stamford. And oh, wow. you and our good friend Chris came to Stamford to visit. And I took you to a bar um, in Stamford with a well in it. And they had, it was a Samuel Smith Brewery bar. <laughs> and they did Samuel Smith beers. And they had a 4% lager, which I cannot find for the life of me. And that would have been my number three, but I cannot find it. So instead, I've picked oh. their strawberry beer that they had. Right. Absolutely beautiful. Only came in uh, bottles. Samuel Smith Brewery's gone a bit downhill, apparently, recently. There's a lot of bad reviews because it was bought out, and now they're charging more for their products. Oh, Actually, 12 bottles of this online is about 30 quid. Whereas if you used to go into the Samuel Smith pubs, it used to be about £1.50 a bottle because the pints were only like two quid. So I've got a bit of information to do. It's a 5.1% ABV, so it's a stronger one. Handcrafted at the tiny All Saints Brewery in Stamford. The actual, uh, the actual Samuel Smith Brewery is based in Tadcaster, and it is Yorkshire's oldest brewery established in 1758. Now, if you get a chance to, they, do, they also do a raspberry and a cherry beer, which are... Gorgeous. They're gorgeous beers. I mean, they're quite sweet, so you wouldn't drink loads of them. But they're just because I was quite like a strawberry or a raspberry beer. But it's one of those where you'd probably only have one or two. You know, you wouldn't spend a night drinking them. But it's a mm. really nice beer. It's worth it's worth having a try if you can find them. There's not that many Samuel Smith breweries around. There is a pub in Lincoln that does them. So next time uh, you're night, here, we'll we'll go up night there. out in Lincoln. Yep. I'll try and that night out in Stamford. I do believe that was the one where, where you was in the toilet and I was talking to the, the barmaid and the bouncer and I arranged for the bouncer to take you outside and search you for drugs. No, that was, that was in Lincoln. And I was in Lincoln. I was really worried because <laughs> he was chucking me out and said that he thought I'd, I'd been dealing drugs. Yeah. He, he walked me out. And I, I, I was actually quite surprised how calm I stayed like, I could have gone mental, couldn't I? But I didn't. I was we really were, calm. And they took me outside we and then he told uh, me that you, it was your guy's idea. Yeah. And I was really, yeah. really, I was really worried that I was going to get arrested or something. Yeah, <laughs> but we I only got a little bit of heroin on me. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have. But yes, do that's my number yeah, three. Not bad. Not bad you bad. have tried Samuel Smith's organic beer before. I don't remember. Yeah, it was only the once, but uh, I'll take mm. you to the one in Lincoln and we'll try it again. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you a lot. Oh, thank you, lad. So that's my number three, Stu. Tell me your number two. I think we're going to very, very similar uh, two and one. Yes, yeah, so it was Camden Hells, but I've taken it out now for Estrella. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Exactly the same as me. Exactly drank, the same. Drank quite a bit of that yesterday. And it's yeah. Dead nice. It is dead nice. Have you got any facts about it? Because I've got a few. I don't. So I only put it in on the train today. Okay. Well, I'll, well, I'll talk about it then. It's one of the stronger lagers. It's 5.4%. Which is fairly strong. Is it? So yes, yeah, 5.4%. Bloody yeah. Uh, it's brewed in Barcelona since 1876. Mm. Uh, the brand is the oldest in Spain. In 2012, Stu, uh, it had its first UK commercial featuring the band Billy the Vision and the Dancers. We all remember them. Um, yeah. And the video was set in Menorca. Now, Stu, oh. I, remember, I remember Australia because I used to drink it when I was in Barcelona. That's the first place I tried it. Yeah, I was there for about two two weeks in Barcelona. I was hostel hopping around Barcelona, different parts of Barcelona. And every mm. bar that I went to, I had Australia. And I just fell in love with it. And it just reminds me of being in Barcelona because I absolutely I had such a good time. And yeah, I well, we... Just drinking that. The great we beer. stayed in Salou. We had a holiday in Salou. This was during... Salou! Yeah. This was Euro 2012, I believe. when That was on at the time. So we watched an England game. In a Ukrainian bar, we're playing the Ukraine as well. Yeah, and you mate Rooney scored. Rooney. Uh, but we went to we went to Barcelona for a day trip. But I think our hotel bar in Salou was just serving Australia, and we yeah. were just we were just staying there drinking that, playing FIFA. Johnny Hams will remember this. It's a great beer, isn't it? It's FIFA one day. of them where 
people a lot uh, uh, i think a lot of people think of san miguel as this as the spanish beer but i think when you're out in spain you tend to find stuff like australia mm. and there's some others that you tend to find that are just australia is just such a good beer so nice and it is but it is strong it is strong i like the little cans that it comes in comes in the little oh, we had bottles yesterday yeah you can have the bottles as well um <laughs> but yeah it's a great beer Excellent. so go on then. oh sorry you're gonna, say, no, you're gonna move it. on to your number one yeah uh, so it's the 4.6% pale lager from Italy. It's Birra Moretti. Moretti. Yeah, exactly the same as me. Exactly the same. And that's what I'm drinking right now. Here you are. And Stu, let me just show you my bottle. There you go. Drinking the same. Uh, snap. Huh. Snap. 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 Uh, this is my choice to drink during England's first match at the Euros, which I watched at Lane 7 in Leicester. Yeah. Which has got really bad reviews on, on Google, Stu. Lane 7. Well, Horrific reviews. It was a bit pricey in there. Atmosphere was great. And I did end up getting drenched from the balcony beers when Sterling scored that first goal. Which was a bit of a shit. Part Sterling Parker Pallister. Do, do. Not the words. So, <laughs> Moretti, Moretti then, founded in 1859 by Luigi Moretti. Yeah. In uh, Udine. Do you know how old uh, he was when he, when he founded it? Yes, 410. No, he was 37. Uh, yeah. Uh, Udinea was their local football team in Serie A. Udinese. Udinese. Right, so at the time when this was founded, Udinese was still part of the Austrian Empire. Yes. Mm. Uh, the first bottles going on sale in 1860. Uh, Moretti as a company were bought out in 1996 by Heineken. Oh, were they? And yes. But there was a certain law where they had to like force to sell, but they still owned the group or something about that. Uh, there's a special edition launched in 2014 for the World Cup called Bira Moretti Emotions of Champions. Oh, I think there's nice. about nine different Morettis you can get as well on the market, released yeah. by Heineken. Um, I got a, one other bit about Stu, which I, th- I thought was quite good. Um, was that there's a obviously there's a chap that's the uh, uh, picture on the front of the bottle. If you look at your bottle now, there's a man on the front. Yeah. Yeah. I and I found out a really interesting story about it that um, Luigi Moretti's nephew was, uh, he saw a pleasant looking man sat at a table in the, and I'm going to say this wrong, Trattoria Boschetti in Udain, um, Udain, sorry, um, who was drinking, Udine. who, yeah, sorry, Udine, um, who was drinking Bira Moretti. Um, he thought that mm. he thought he was a unique guy, and he asked him if he could take his picture. And the man asked for payment. His only payment was another beer Moretti, which I thought was I brilliant. He said, "He said, just give me all the Moretti I, I can drink, didn't he? Like, don't. Yeah. Every time I come here, you just give me Moretti, and then we can have my picture. There's like a few accounts of how the picture came about, but I think that's the most told story of how it became. Yeah. And then you've had all these actors playing the guy as well in the adverts. Yeah, it's a, it's a. It's a great story because it's one of them where you just think it's really sweet and just like they just found this bloke. I just I think it's really sweet. But you yeah. can have my picture just to feed me a bit of Moretti. Hey, I gave him a Moretti, Luigi. Um, hey, it's me, I'm Mario. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, so yeah, we both picked out as number one. Also, congratulations, Italy, on getting through to the quarterfinals of the Euros. They did indeed. Hopefully, they were having in a few Morettis. So, still, I've got a few uh, honorable mentions, but I think we should do the Social media first, and then we'll come back yeah. and do honourable mentions. So someone might have mentioned your mentions in here. Mention. So we'll start, as we always do, regular Gav. Now, Gav says he's not much of a drinker, and he did actually have a shandy during the England game the other day, which he posted on our Twitter page. Okay. So proud of him. Uh, but he's picked some bangers, though. Uh, Tuborg, Peroni, oh, yeah. and Tuborg Heineken. Tuborg with the pool, the pool rings. Yeah. That's the one. I haven't had that for ages. Uh, Nastro Azora Peroni, uh, and the, I tell you what, the Italians have made a quite a uh, quite a uh, they've done well, they've done well. Uh, and he's got Heineken, but only in the small glass that you get in uh, Amsterdam at the Heineken Museum. They oh, yeah, yeah, wipe the thing off with a knife. He's also given an honor- honorable mention to Faxi. Oh, god, <laughs> Faxi's a, 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 beer a and big part of our youth, wasn't it? Yeah, two pints, <laughs> all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Uh, Chris Comrath has gone for Star of Primen, yeah, Moretti as well, yeah. and Budvar. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, football's nice. Honourable mentions to Superbock, Grosh, and Tenant Super. Oh, Grosh. I've known that for ages. Uh, John Jones. Uh, Sorry, apologies. was his honourable mention Super Tenants? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Grosh, though. He's dead Grosh. I'm not keen on that. I do quite like Grosh. No. Uh, John Jones. Now, apologies, John Jones. We forgot to read your games out last week. That was my fault. And I'll make sure. I'll make sure, John. This will never happen again. Moving on, then. Let's forget his beers. <laughs> uh, he's gone for uh, Estrella. Yep. Cronenberg. Uh, Moretti. And he picked Superbock. He said he's having four because we forgot his games last week. So we'll let okay. him That's fine. I mean, we'll let Chris have his honorable mentions every week anyway. So Yeah. <laughs> Now, Frank has gone for Kohl-style ale, Golden Hells, and the Vienna-style lager, all from the Von Trapp Brewery, which he makes sure he visits once a year. Oh, that's nice. We'll go with you there one year, Frank. We'll come with you. We'll go. Uh, Keith Campbell, Leff from Belgium. Oh, Leff, eh? Oh, that's strong, that is. Lefe, apologies. Tenants Lager. Because <laughs> uh, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Uh, and Nastro Azoro Peroni. I was, it was hard to leave Peroni out. I do like a Peroni. They do yeah, a really man. nice gluten-free Peroni as well, Stu. I don't know if you've ever tried it. No. It's nice. Okay. Um, Vicky. She has gone for Corona, Peroni, and Moretti. Yeah, good choice. Decent. Uh, Haley, Stacey Hamill, Bud, Camden Hells, Heineken. Okay. Johnny Hamill, Estrella, Foster's Gold, Cobra. Cobra's Foster's Gold. Yeah. yeah, we used to drink loads of that during. Remember when we mentioned Mario Kart last week on the game? Oh, Cube? yeah, that's when you so The Foster's Gold was the one we had to finish off during the race. Oh, okay, cool. I don't even dream of doing that now. Uh, okay. This is the one that has to be careful on pronunciation. Marta has gone for Tropical from Gran Canaria. Yep. Uh, Coronita, which is Corona, but they're not allowed to call it that due to the crown, the king's okay. orders, which we found out this week. And Cruz Campon Limon. Oh, yeah, that is nice. I've had that before. I think we, I, we said that. I said that in a bar when we were during the Scotland game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Tom Crawford, who was also there that night. Budweiser, Stella, and Corona. Who yeah. Tom actually thought he didn't know any lagers. Turns out <laughs> he did. Until he said those. Uh, what do you think uh, about Budweiser? I like it. I don't mind it. I just that that was my beer in the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have you had a pint of Budweiser though from the bar? It's really. It tastes really weird. No, I it's not, it's not the same as in the bottle. No. Yeah, I never ordered bottles there. Um, Tash for the second week because. Failed to understand the concept of top three by only naming one. She went with Stella. Yeah. Stella four is better than Stella. Yeah. Uh, Laura, Laura Phillips. Brooklyn Lager, Tiski and Stella. Yep. Uh, Leo has gone for Star Praman and Bud Light. And it seems I've missed this other one off the list. Sorry, Leo. VAR at the bar has gone for Peroni, Corona and Faxi. Faxi yeah. again. Faxi again. <laughs> It has to, fact, uh, has to come with a, with a layer of dust on the top as well. When you used to get from bargain booze, there was oh, a layer of dust on them. God, gross. Can I just tell you about uh, Chris at VAR at the bar? Faxi tastes, I think, like a beer that's been left for a day open. And <laughs> one, one morning, Chris, uh, we dared Chris to drink a bit of Faxi that had actually been left open for about 12 hours and he tried it and he said it was just one of the worst things he's ever drank. Horrific. Oh, yeah. I remember we were doing the dirty pint once on his birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, one last one then. Bill Coat has gone for Kingfisher, Moretti and Peroni. Excellent. So, Stu, have you got any, any honourable mentions that have not been mentioned so far? Um, I'm sure there's some. Do you want me to tell you some of mine? Castlemaine Forex. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad lager. Castlemaine Forex. Be the one for me. Okay, I'll go with um, Ho Garden, which was it's like a pale lager. It's quite nice. Always quite expensive though. There was a. Uh, was... I'm not that keen on Ho Garden. You know, there was a Cronenberg as well. Cronenberg Blanc. Have you ever had Cronenberg Blanc? Yes. 
you used to in a pub near me uh, when I was growing up. Well, not when I was growing up, when I was about 18, 19. But they had to get rid of it because it was so expensive that no one bought it. It was just that expensive, but really nice. I'd also like to give a shout out to, to the stubbies, the little stubby bottles that you get in supermarkets. <laughs> French, the French ones from Aldi. Yeah. There was one called Belgian, Belgian Beer, I think it was called. I, I'm sure it was from the co-op. Bra- Brassier. That was one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one. Beautiful. But then I'd also like to give a shout out to all those beers that I've had that I've gone, this is really nice, and then not remember what the hell it is. <laughs> you know when you go, you know when you like go on holiday and you have like a, a local beer and you're like, oh god, this is really good, but you have no idea what it is and you'll never remember it. Yeah. So thank you for getting. Oh, contact. see it. There's one more. I'm oh, sorry, Sierra Leone. Yeah, let's just call it that. Let's do it. Box. I can't remember what the fuck oh, it's called. So, Stu, that was my choice, and it is your choice for the top three for the next episode. So, what have you got for us, Alex? I want to know everyone's uh, views on this. What okay. are your top three things about Australia? Oh, very interesting, Mr. Bond. So why not get in contact via social media, at Stu and Alpod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us, stuandalpod at gmail.com. So that was top three, and now it's time for 90s Corner. Nineties corner. In each episode, Stu and I bring something from the nineties. We discuss it. If we both think it's groovy, baby, it gets swept into nineties corner. If one of us thinks it's shit, and it gets sold off in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu, what have you bought from the nineties this week? Well, I've kept it with the drink female. I've gone for the uh, Jamie Vardy favorite, the WKD Alco Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, released in Scotland in 1996, drank by me, you, and Chris in Croatian pretty much every Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no flavor. Any, any be fine. Probably what? WKD Blue was like the one we had the most. The, the blue was the best one, but still, mm. you know, what I preferred a VK because they were uh... they were so much cheaper. We used to go to a bar stew, and it was buy one get one free on VKs, and I think they were like a pound each. So we used to get eight each. Remember, you just get yeah, eight each so. and then just sit there and drink eight VKs. And they were minging. Oh, yeah. And the Orange Reef. Remember them and all? Oh, yeah. Torpedoes. Yeah. <laughs> down them. Bloody hell. So, uh, I, can't, I can't say no to, to WKD. I wasn't a fan of the Iron Brew WKD, but I did like the blue WKD. It's a, I, I bet, bet Keith could, Campbell was. Yeah, I bet he was. I bet you could still get them as well. So, yeah, sweep it in, Stu. Sweep it in. Good. <laughs> Excellent. So, Stu, this week I've bought a children's TV show from the 90s. I think it was played on Channel 4 in the mornings before school. Biker Mice from Mars. Yes. Biker Mice from Mars. So, <laughs> Biker Mice from Mars ran from 1993 to 1996. It is about three alien motorcycle riding mice who were forced to leave the planet Mars, their home planet, thanks to the evil M- Ming Pl- Plutarchians. Yeah, he's all right. Bastard, he was. Yeah. Um, and they moved to Chicago in the USA. There were 65 episodes, Stu. The main characters were Modo, Throttle, and Vinny. That's great names for bikers, isn't it? But mm, they also, I, I, the three actors who played them, I looked at them, I didn't know who they were, but they did have some famous, famous voices during the run of the show. They, they had uh, Luke Perry from Beverly Hills 90210. Malcolm McDowell from A Clockwork Orange, and Star Wars' own Mark Hamill appeared in a few episodes of Viking. Oh. Thought it was quite good. Uh, there was a, Stu, there was a British cartoon called Avenger Penguins, which came out the same year about three bike-riding penguins that protected Big City. Now, I don't ever remember seeing that. I just no. remember Biker Mice from Mars. I used to watch that before school. Great show. Yeah. Mm. Biker yeah, Mice from Mars. Definitely going through. Thank you. I'll sweep that in. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Okay. Have we got anything on social media this week, Stu? Lots. Oh, we put a post it's out. We mentioned it last week. Bloody time. We? And we've had a, a massive response from that. So uh, we'll start off with Keza G this week because we forgot to mention. Now, we didn't forget. What we did is we, we said it in the original recording, but we had to re-record last week's episode and it got missed off. 
Yeah. Uh, I tried to explain that to Katie, but she, you know, you know how she's like. <laughs> and the excuse for a moan and, you know, didn't let us down there with that. Um, so she picked M people. Yeah. And we this week. Go on. Well, I think we put it through, didn't we? We did. We said we were going to yeah. put it through because they are a great band. And um, she's also gone for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Stu, so I, um, I once met Aunt Zelda on a rooftop bar in Edinburgh. I got a picture with her. She was a lovely woman. She was doing a stand-up comedy show. She was very funny. Oh. Yeah. I think she was on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. As well. she was what, she's the one out of the three that you'd want to meet, apart from Salem the Cat, obviously. I don't think he's alive anymore. No. <laughs> uh, Chris Comrath has gone for Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre. Yes. Sweep it in. He's gone for the Nancy Corrigan, Tony Hardin saga. Uh, I don't know if you remember that at all. Massive media frenzy about it. Nancy Was this the figure skaters? Yeah, she yes. hired her husband. Well, the husband did it, didn't he? You watched yeah. that I, Tanya film. Very yes, good film. great film. Though. With Margot Robbie. Uh, but yeah, Nancy got stabbed. No, she didn't get stabbed. She got a leg smacked in with a. Oh, sorry, yeah. She, didn't get stabbed. she got smashed to try to break her leg, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm thinking of Monica Sellers. She got stabbed. She still went mm. to the Olympics, though, didn't she? she? Won silver or something. Yeah, sympathy vote, weren't it? <laughs> <Sympathy> <laughs> was vote. it? Yeah, she, she couldn't skate, but, you know. <laughs> so there's that. He's also gone for the um, fun action movies of the time so like speed the rock true lies yeah like that. good uh vicky's gone for gaza crying italian oh yeah <laughs> oh man um, i've been booked man i can't clear the fail if we get there that's, that's <laughs> what he said the first one we'll believe it <laughs> um i'll save gav till last it's funny uh hayes she's gone for dream phone and those frosty's pastel sweets remember them they're oh, beautiful yeah. they loved them uh, Georgina's gone for Barbie and Alf Stewart from Home and Away. You flaming galah. Yeah, it's on her bucket list to be called a flaming galah by Alf Stewart as well. Yeah. You, is he still alive? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Hello. Uh, Laura's gone for Freddo's when they were 10p. Yep. And Spirograph. Okay, yep. Uh, Leo's gone for the, the bloke in Jurassic Park that says, Clever girl. Clever girl. And the WWF Attitude Era with Degeneration X and all okay. that kind of thing. All top, top, top stuff. Uh, Sean's gone for Goosebumps and the playing British Bulldog at school. Yeah. They might have been playing British Bulldog in the 80s, so let's just... Uh... They probably carried on in the 90s. Yeah, just don't want to get that bought up by anyone. <laughs> okay. uh, Johnny Hamill's gone for Boglins. <laughs> yeah. And Nerf Gun Craze at the time. Oh, I nearly put Nerf Guns in. Topic. Uh, Ed Bamford, he's gone for the yo-yo craze of the 90s. Yeah. Now, we know the yo-yos weren't invented in the 90s, but there was a massive craze for them during the 90s, so we'll allow it. Yes. Uh, Charlotte's gone for Get Your Own Back with Dave Benton Phillips. Yep. Top show. And Party Rings as well. Did they come out in the 90s? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Luke Fowler back once again, like the Renegade Master. He's gone for the Hot Wheels track where you smash through the ice. Oh, yeah. I had to look that one up on the train today. And uh, valid point, modern loop. Good choice. Uh, Katie R, backed up by Katie G this week. Um, our mum's favourite child being born. Uh, uh, she's, they've, Katie, my sister, and Keza G have formed some alliance against us on Twitter. So, um, you're my favourite child of that triple um, conception. <laughs> That's um, so, it's got, I'm going I'm to have to say you. Apart from the picture in your house, when he's come around to your house, there was a picture of you and your two sisters um, where you've got a, a great smile on your face. There's like a... And then there's one of you in your little... Yeah, shirt and tie look like you're off to fucking Wall Street. I love that picture. I was that was the school photo, and I, I, I had a Rupert the Bear badge on my tie, and I have got a grin. I think you should put that tan. photo up on Twitter because it looks like you're off to a little business meeting. Go get them, sports. 
<laughs> it was a good tie and a good shirt. It is. It's a lovely picture. Mom, I really Mom like it. I to wear it for the for the photo. It's so. my favourite picture of um, a fellow classmate I've ever seen. <laughs> there's, the, there's the other school photo of me with the wavy hair. Where I look like Ken Barlow as well. Yeah. I'll I'll put them both up on the uh, on the Twitter feed at some yes, point this see. week. Nice little treat for you all. <laughs> Uh, and that is that. We've got a lot more um, raised yesterday at the party, but we'll save them for later episodes. Excellent. So thanks. Oh, yeah. Sorry. One more. Regular Gav. Take Brendan's mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second that. Mrs. Brendel Tran. Uh, yeah. So, Julie, hi. Uh, welcome to the show. We're all big fans of yours in the 90s. <laughs> well, no, actually, I don't think. Uh, did I, I didn't know her in the. We didn't know her in the nineties. Governor in the nineties, but we didn't. So we knew when we were older, didn't we? Yeah. So thank you very much for everyone that contributed. If you would like to contribute something to Nineties Corner, why not get in contact? We are still an Alpod at gmail dot com or on Instagram and Twitter at still an Alpod. Still to come, I go down the bag of nails this week to meet a very interesting man. Uh, Mike Reed offers us more top tips, including a very good tip to do with <laughs> ah checks checks. Yes, uh, we're going to meet Brandon Cage later down the uh, down the old pub. Uh, Brian May gets in touch with us, tells us what he's been getting up to, and there's a cracking bastard mind coming for as well. But for now, it's over to Al with some ads. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ads. As Euro 2020 ramps up, we all remember our favourite football songs. Three Lions, Vindaloo and World in Motion. But what about the lesser known songs? That's why we're <laughs> That's why we're releasing <laughs> This should be good. Unknown England Song Volume 1, featuring Bruce Forsyth's Euro 2012 hit Kiss My Chin. <laughs> Come on, Rudy, stick it in. Then you can kiss my chin. England, England, play your cards right. Don't go right down without a fight. <laughs> Or how about Paul Daniels' Euro 2012 song, England, That's Magic? Come on, Rooney, don't be tragic. Score a goal, I'll say, that's magic. Come on, England, let's score three. I'm married to my... I'm married to my assistant, Debbie McGee. What a lot. And how about Mike Reed's Euro 2012 song, Have a Go on Pat? Keep your head, Rooney. Don't be a twet. Score a goal, you can have a go on pet. Win the Euros, don't get fat. I'll give you earrings from Pet Pet Pet. In all good record shops from Monday. In each episode, Stu tells us a couple of new stories. One he's made up himself and one that he's found on the Tinterweb or in the newspapers. he also give us some sports results, traffic, weather, and whatever pops into his head. So, Stu, I'm going to get it right yet again. Here are your headlines. Cheers, Al. Thanks. Uh, so, this week, the Manic Street Breachers have been spotted selling instruments at Croft Car Boot, saying everything must go. <laughs> uh, later they were involved in a tin for Asda when someone stole their food from the trolley James Dean Bradfield was heard shouting Oi, you stole the bun from my cart <laughs> <laughs> And Marcus Mumford says he loves winding down on windy days on the park He said I'm a lover of the kite Oh gosh <laughs> Story number one a drug dealer in Liverpool thought he was the big cheese this week until police got all the evidence they needed to arrest him from a picture he shared of himself holding a block of Stilton. Carl oh. uh, Stewart, no relation to Alf Stewart, was <laughs> sentenced to 13 years in prison at Liverpool Crown Court last week after pleading guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine, heroin, MDMA, ket and transforming criminal property. Uh, had it not been for a photo he shared uh, holding the Stilton from Marks and Spencers of all places, he could still very well be supplying large amounts of drugs, uh, but he's been caught. We can't. Yeah. He was arrested after he pictured, 
after he posted the photo on the encrypted messaging service EncroChat via his handle Toffee Force. I think he was an Everton fan. Uh, EncroChat has been cracked by police in Europe. From this, his palm and fingerprint was analysed and the police had their man. He's not the only criminal court, though. Uh, EncroChat, uh, from, from the EncroChat service, police say around 60,000 users have been identified worldwide. 10,000 from the UK alone. Oh, yeah. Even though they know all these criminals are getting caught on EncroChat, they still decide to use it and we'll just there. Uh, our, our police force and all over Europe will be catching them. May so, as well. That's just a good thing. Uh, Detective Ansley, Andy Wensleydale said, <laughs> we're, we're very grateful for the app. Mm. It's been brilliant oh. to catch all these criminals. Uh, a few neighbourhoods in the area were getting worried, but we can now put their minds at ease. What? Life... <laughs> put their minds at ease. Life... Oh, right. cheese. Fair enough. Uh, life here now is good. Uh, <sighs> there's nothing we can... Nothing we do better than catching criminals like this. Better. In case of an emergency, you know the number to call. 999. <laughs> <laughs> Story number two. Jerry Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baby Bill. Uh, story number two. Brian May and Roger Taylor are planning on bringing their two-man magic show to Las Vegas. <laughs> and this one's made up. How do you know? <laughs> the pair have been uh, working on their set during lockdown and are ready to go on tour with their show. Tell you what, lockdown's done me a favour for all these uh, fake stories. I mean, yeah. allegedly fake stories. Allegedly fake stories. Uh, so Brian said, I can't do any impressions of these, I can't remember what they sound like. Brian said, well, it's simple really. Our new show is called It's a Kind of Magic. Uh, yeah. It's going kick- to be kicking off for 50 dates in Las Vegas from April 2022. Um, I want to break free from music, <laughs> you see. I want-, I want it all to run smoothly. <laughs> We've worked really hard on this. We tried to get uh, Adam Lambert and John in, but they weren't, in- they weren't so keen. Adam said no. John thought about it. We thought he was in, but then he quit. I thought, great, another one bites the dust. <laughs> but the show must go on. Oh. Uh, Roger added, we love putting on shows for large crowds. Uh, done it for years, you know. Uh, we are the champions at <laughs> this. I mean, we will rock you. The crowd, everyone, that's, that's there for the first show. We can't wait. We've had a great career in music, but uh, who wants to live forever <laughs> as a rock star? Not me. <laughs> I just hope that people like this. I want somebody to love our show. Uh, Brian rounded up. Look, there's so much to enjoy from the new show. Uh, magic, a bit of music. Don't stop me now, Rog. I'm selling the show here. <laughs> uh, Killer Queen. Oh, no, wait. That's from the band, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just, just watch this. It's going to be great. Uh, they both then showed me a trick, and it was very good. Brighton Rock. Bohemian Rhapsody. Hammer and Fall. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> bit queen tennis there at Queens. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun. So, Al, um, did a criminal get caught on EncroChat with some Stilton from Marks and Spencers, or are Rog and uh, Brian planning on opening a magic show? In well, Steve, Vegas? I, yeah, again, I'm sure I've read this story about the cheese. Mm. Um, I'm sure I've read that one. So, I think that one's the real one. Although I think you made up a lot of puns at the end with the cheeses. Accurate. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Throw you off. Didn't work. But, yeah, um, that, that, was the, that was the real one. Uh, Brian and Roger never met me to show me magic tricks. and They have no plans to open a show in Vegas. All made up. Yeah, oh, it's a shame. Cheers. Got a bit of sport, Al? Yes, please. Okay, so drama at this week's Boomerang Championships. Um, I can't actually find the notes at the minute, though, but hopefully the story will come back to me. <laughs> in tennis, we're going way back to when uh, Joseph served in Pharaoh's court. <laughs> and this week's water polo final is cancelled due to two of the horses drowning in the semifinal. Oh. In business, TWA Airlines have just gone into partnership with T-Mobile. <laughs> so Twat Airlines will be in commercial <laughs> flights in the new year. 
Which I love, see, nice. <laughs> I love seeing TWA at football stadiums, and it just says twat, Which brings us nicely onto travel. All flights to New York from Glasgow have been cancelled this week due to the runway covered in horses. A spokesman said we could nay have seen this coming. Oh. And the weather this week is going to be alarming. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Stu. A lovely of the news there. But now, let's move swiftly on to Bastermind. Hey! In each episode, Stu and I give each other a topic to revise, only through Wikipedia. We give each other the topic, and we're bastards about it, hence the word Bastermind. At the moment, the score is 7-5. No, 8-5 to me, because I won the last one, to stop Stu's barnstorming run. And in the last episode, Stu, I gave you Indiana Jones to revise. And you gave me... Jones, Jones, calling Dr. Jones. Jones. And Stu, you gave me... Dr. Jones, get up now. Get up now. I gave you Iron Iron Maiden. Is that one of their songs? (laughs) No, it was Aqua. I know it was. was No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Right, so Stu, um, do you want to ask me questions first? No. Fine, I shall ask you questions first. Stu, your subject is Indiana Jones. Your time starts now. Question one. Which year was Raiders of the Lost Ark released? That'll be 1981, Al. The first one as well. Question two. What was the TV show called? Young Indiana Jones. I can't give it to you, Stu. Young Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Correct. Well done. Question three. Which company owns Indiana Jones? Company. Mm. Uh, It's George Lucas's company, isn't it? Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm, correct. Question four, what is his full name? And I want the entire full name. Um, Dr. Lafario Indianus Jones II. Uh, Incorrect. It's Dr. Henry Walton Indiana Jones Jr. And question five, when did Marvel begin publishing further adventures of Indiana Jones? I just want the year. 2015. No, it was 1983. Psych. So, Stu, well done. You've scored three out of five there. Not bad. Yeah, well. <clears throat> okay, so you've got Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, question one. Uh, I want the actual date that the band formed. It's a very special day of the year. It was 1985. Wrong. No, 1975, sorry. Oh, what do you reckon, listeners, to be allowed that? No, because I let you have the... I let you re-answer <laughs> the other one. 1975. Yeah. yeah. Special date. Yeah. What does that mean? It was your birthday? No. Oh, no, first of January. Uh, no, it's Christmas Day, 1975. Oh. Sorry, Al. Uh, in 1979, they signed to which label? EMI. Correct. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Complete guess. Uh, what year did Bruce Dickinson join the band? 1984. 1981. Oh, shit. Uh, for over 40 years, they have been supported by their mascot named who? Um, Maggie the Maiden. Uh, Eddie. Okay. Uh, question five. After a two-year hiatus, Iron Maiden returned in 1995, releasing what album? Greatest Hits. The X Factor. Oh, I wish you'd have asked me where they were, where they were formed. Leighton, East London. I knew that. So, was, oh. uh, so what did you get? Like one? One. Yeah. Let's do that. Makes the score eight, six. Did you want, you want your tiebreaker or anything? Or? Yeah, I'll give you your tiebreaker first. Okay. Um, Stu, what is the pinball, ca- pinball game called that's based on Indiana Jones? No idea. Template Indiana, it's Indiana Jones, the pinball adventure, <laughs> which is a shit <laughs> name. You think they'd call it like Temple of Doom or something? Or something good. Pinball of Doom. Uh, your one was to name the current six members of Iron Maiden. Don't know. There was one mentioned in the question. Steve. So it's, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Steve what? Harris. Yes. <laughs> That's the Steve. only one I remember because he was the one that formed the band, wasn't he? He was a bassist. Yeah. yeah. So Steve Harris, uh, Dave Murray, Adrian Smith, Bruce Dickinson, who we mentioned earlier, uh, Nico McBrain, and Janik Jers. Excellent. So, Stu, that's your win. It's 8-6 now. Uh, so the next letter of the alphabet is J. Would yeah. you like to give me my 
my uh, topic for next episode? Yeah, your topic this week out is Italian Serie A side Juventus. Ooh. Stu, I'd like to take you back quite a while to the Yellow Pages advert, and your subject for the next episode is J.R. Hartley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really surprised that there's a Wikipedia page about, an, <laughs> about a fictional author from an advert. Do you remember that advert, Stu? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for a book called, called Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley. J. Do you have it? Uh, no. Hartley. Yes, we have a copy. Excellent. Claudia, please. Yes, what's your name? J.R. Hartley. <laughs> uh, if I was the person on the end of the phone, I'd go, all right, fuck off, mate. <laughs> yeah, no. Play your own trumpet, you prick. Yeah. So that was Buster Mine, now 8 6 to me. Now it is time for a trip down to Bagger Niles. In each episode, Stu or I take a trip down to London and down to the beautiful pub, the Bag of Nails. Oh, it was Stu's turn to head down to the Bag of Nails this week. Stu, mm. did you have a nice time? Yeah, it's great. I loved it. You got Very to go interesting. Inside. Eh? You got to go inside, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. I went in there, had a couple of pints with my new mate, Brandon Cage. Who's an astronaut from Kent? Oh, he sounds like he might be quite tough with the name Brandon Cage. Was he strong? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask. All right, fair enough. Right, go on then, Stu. Pass us the tape. Oh, there you go. Thank you. And we've got to reach further now because the laptops are further away because of the mics. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Full stretch. And yeah. click. Oh, hi, Al. Brandon Cage here. Brandon Cage is the name. Spaceman is the game. Ooh. I'm an ast- I'm an astronaut, you see. In between flights to space, I frequent the Bag of Nails. It's the best bar on Earth. Anyway, here are my tales of the Bag of Nails. Oh, it's Bag of Nails, I apologise. Sorry, Bev. <laughs> um, so I was on board the ISS Dorigay uh, a few weeks back, and I was making coffee. I turned to my crewmate and said, I can't find the milk. She said, well, in space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> he didn't ask for cream, though. he asked for milk. Well, <laughs> you can't win them all, can you? <laughs> I imagine you would have said something now, so I'm answering you. <laughs> on, the, on the space... <laughs> I'm such a whack. <laughs> On the space station, we can only use Apple or Linux software. We do this because you can't open windows in <laughs> space. <laughs> All the times I've been to space, I've never been ill. That's because I'm, I'm never under the weather. <laughs> Brilliant. We, we had New Year's party in the Bag of Nails last time. It was going to be on the moon, but we didn't plan it in time. <laughs> it was out of this world. Thank you. <laughs> About five years ago, we tried to uh, land on the moon, but the mission was aborted. It was a full moon, you see, and there was nowhere to land. <laughs> Sadly, one of my fellow astronauts died last week. I had a hard time writing his obituary. <laughs> But like I say, I love this pub, Al. And I actually had a scuffle in here the other day. Uh, me and two others had to clean. Me and two others had to try and um, we tried to claim a tenor was found in the doorway of the pub. Bev, Bev said, "Who's ten? We have a problem." <laughs> I'm, a, I'm amazed that nobody sits uh, one chair apart with all that's going on from each other in here. But then I remember it's not a space bar. <laughs> anyway, I'm off. I'm late for a flight. Uh, see you in two years. Bye, everyone. Oh, he was nice, too. Yeah, good chap. Brandon Cage. Yeah, I liked uh, him. Sounds a bit boring, but, you know. Well, he did smell of goat piss a bit as well. <laughs> I don't know if oh, it's yeah. to do with space or... I don't, I'm not sure. Goat. Oh, yeah, well, it could be a goat. Yeah. Know. In the next episode, I will take a trip down to the Bag of Nails to see Jackie who D. I can find. More than likely, Jackie D's chapter. Yeah. Four. 
And now it is time to return to Mike Reed for some of those top tips. Mike Reed's top tips. Pep, 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 pep. In each episode, Stu will find a cassette with a couple of tips from Mike Reed. Stu, mm. send us the old cassette over and I'll press play. There it is on my jacket pocket. Thank you. Thank you. Click. Hello, everyone. Mike Reed back for some more of your tips to get you through life. Right? Now, here's a nice little time saver for you. Sign all your blank checks all at once. It will save time when you need them in the future. <laughs> Good point. Or, here's one for you. Take a selfie through a toilet roll tube and pretend you're the moon. If it's bright, you can pretend to be the sun. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. See you next week, lads. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Lovely stuff there from Mike Reed. A couple more top tips next week. So uh, before we go, I just want to say if you've got anything to send into 90s Corner or you would like to contribute to our top three, which is next week's do. Top three things about Australia. Then get in contact. We are stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandalpod. So there you go, Stu. That's episode 29. You got anything nice to tell me before we leave? Um, I had a very good chicken kicker yesterday with uh, the dominoes that we all had at the party. Very nice. Excellent. Well, Stu, what I thought I'd do is um, I want to get a contact, a bit of feedback from a couple of our listeners. So I managed to find the three oldest listeners we've, uh, we've actually got. They're all, um, they're all old ladies. They're all in their 90s. So, Stu, they wanted to ask you a question, if that's all right with you. I uh, don't really think I've got a choice. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. I've got them here. So the first one is Margaret. She is 93, and she is from Leeds. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Stuart. It's Margaret here. You all right? Yes. Oh, good. good. I just wanted to ask, why are you a massive twat? Oh, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stu, do you want to answer that question? or? Uh, no, she'll probably pop a clogs in a few weeks anyway. Oh, fair enough. And the next, uh, Stu, this is Norma. Mm. She is 97, and Ooh. she is from Edinburgh. Good innings. Hello, Stuart. You're right. Yeah, not too bad, Norms. Oh, good. That's great here, Stu. I just want to ask you a quick question. Why are you a massive cunt? Oh, bloody <laughs> hell, Norma. Sorry, Stu. I'm not, I didn't ask them what their question was before they, uh, before they came on. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> Especially after Margaret's one, yeah? And Stuart, uh... <laughs> last one, Stu. This is, uh, this is another one. Do I get to answer the uh, question? Then? Oh, sorry. Yeah, do you want to answer that question? Yeah, Norma. The thing is, uh, I, look at, I found out about you, Norma, and I try and aspire to be you every single day. Oh, that's a lovely, lovely answer, Stu. Thank you. Which is so why I'm a cunt. <laughs> The last one to do is another Margaret. She, oh, is a, she is 99. Wow. And she is actually from Leicester as well. Interesting. So here she is. Hello, Stuart. Are you all right? Hi, how you doing, Mags? When are you wondering then? Oh, oh in, in a couple of months' time, I'm hoping for that telegram from the Queen, you know. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Let's hope you make it. Stu, I'm a really big fan of the podcast, and I like all it the is. silly voices and things like that. So I've got a quick question for you. Why are you an absolute wanker? Oh, my God. <laughs> Margaret. These old ladies, too. They, oh, I, should have, I should have asked them what the question I just thought, you think you're going to get three 90-year-olds 90, 90 on the uh, podcast? You think they're going to have sensible questions, but they really didn't. But again, mm. do you want to answer that last question? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Fair enough. But I've um, fixed it that I've, I'm included in all of their wills. Oh. And they'll be hopefully expiring very soon. Excellent. So that was episode 29 of the podcast. Next one's a big one. It's the big 3 uh, Oh. So I'll return with a quiz like I do every 10 episodes for the last... Key to the door, 30. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you a quiz in the next episode, Stu, about the last 10 episodes. So you might want to do a bit of revision like I always do. Yeah, I'll be sure to revise. Yeah. Not. Not. <laughs> that was 90s, wasn't it? I'll put that next week. So the only thing now to say, Stu... Is goodbye. I'll do it in Leicester way this week, Al. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.